That's what all this practice is about. That's what chanting is about. How do we live in this world in a good way, regardless of what's happening in the outside world? How do we stay open and available and present for ourselves and others in the face of all the suffering? That's why practice is so important. Welcome to the Krishnadas Pilgrim Heart Hour. In this podcast, Krishnadas shares his warm-hearted and down-to-earth path to the divine. If you are interested in supporting Krishnadas's podcast, please go to beherenownetwork.com/kd. Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram. Krishna, 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 Krishna,
Let's do some questions now. We'll have a little longer singing time at the end. Okay, questions. Did Maharaji ever read Ramcharitamanas aloud or did he practice meditation in his kuti? Um, <coughs> nobody knows what Maharaji did in his kuti. Uh, and he always had Ramcharitamanas, which is the Tulsidas Ramayan, if you don't know what that is. It's the retelling of the, of the Valmiki Ramayana, which is the original story of Ram, the original telling of the story of Ram. And it's an, a, a, a retelling of that story by a 16th century poet saint named Tulsidas. And the way he tells the story is very different than the way Valmiki told the story. The way Tulsidas tells the story is with the point of view that Ram is incarnation of Vishnu, of God, and that he's come to uh, destroy negativity and evil in the world and reestablish the Dharma. But it's told in a very devotional way. And uh, it... Is one, it was one of the most important books that I've ever read. It, it, re, it just rewired my brain. Ramdas gave me his copy of it uh, in 19, let me see, 68, 69. And it just, it really was, whoosh, it just blew my mind. So it's quite incredible. So, uh, I know he had it read aloud every Tuesday and wherever he was, there was chanting and that kind of thing. But I don't know if he ever uh, recited it himself out loud publicly, which is, I assume, what you're talking about. I have been chanting the name of Hanuman continuously but couldn't stop rumination. Oh, I love that word, rumination. How to stop this as it has adversely impacted my mental health for months. Well, it's very hard to stop rumination. So don't try. Just when you notice your thinking, let it go and come back to the chant that you're doing. Don't try to stop it. You can't stop it. Did you start it? Where does it come from? Where does it go? We don't know. What we do know is every once in a while, we notice that we're not paying attention. And that's when we simply let go of that thought and we come back to the chant. That's why the chant is there, to give you something to come home to. And don't have a lot of expectation about how long this is going to take and how many times you'll have to come back. Expectation is very destructive and very, uh, it just doesn't help at all. So you do your practice and you keep coming home and eventually 
you get more comfortable. You don't fight with your thoughts. There's no reason to fight with them. Let them go. Let them go. You don't fight with the clouds in the sky. They just eventually disappear. So that's the attitude that would be very helpful. Don't fight. Let go. Do I believe in vaccine? Yes, I do. I believe in vaccine for a lot of reasons, and one of them is that uh, Maharaji himself encouraged one of his devotees, Dr. Larry Brilliant, to work with the United Nations Health Organization in India to eradicate smallpox. And smallpox was a vicious disease, and there were no there was no cure for it. So they had come up with a vaccine, but they, they, it was an incredible, incredibly difficult situation to get people vaccinated. Uh, India was completely un, uh, or disorganized in that way. So they created a whole program and they absolutely eradicated small facts off the face of the earth with vaccine. So I just naturally have a good feeling about those things. Uh, I feel my desires have left me with not much love for Maharaji. And this makes me worry. I do want to love him the way I felt loved by him. I can't believe I take him for granted. I fear, what if it's all over? <laughs> well, you're still here. See, we have these ideas about what it's supposed to feel like. And that's what keeps us from feeling what it actually is. So you had some experience or experiences of, of feeling loved and connected to Maharaji. And now those experiences have passed. So that's the way things go. You know, so don't try to move back in time to find that kind of experience. Be here now with what's going on now. And it takes time and commitment to find the deeper love that doesn't come and go. We get a little hit of it every once in a while to remind us that it's there. But basically, most of our lives, we just spend doing other things. And it's nobody's fault. That's just the way where our karmas are running. We're distracted all the time. So, don't feel so bad. Everybody goes through the same things. It's up and down, up and down, up and down. And it's not all over ever. So don't worry about that. There's no... Uh, There's no end to 
the love. And eventually there is an end to the negative karmas. And the love is like the sky that holds all the clouds, the birds, the people, the pollution, everything. And it doesn't affect the space, all that stuff. So we have our consciousness, our awareness has to widen and deepen so that we're not blown around by those winds of desire so much. And that's what happens through practice and through the repetition of the name. So do your practice, live your life, don't worry. Is that a picture of Amma behind me? No, I don't think so. I think, I think you're meaning this lady here is Siddhima. Siddhima was Maharaji's great, great disciple. And she took care of us for many, many, many years after Maharaji left the body in 73. And she just left the body a few years ago. So for all those years, we were going to see her and spend time with her. And she was our ma. You know, she took care of us. What is the importance of chanting the Hanuman Chalisa seven times? I don't know. It's better than six times, not as good as eight. The more you do it, the better it is. So I don't know. Seven, I never, what they say in India is 11 times is what we've been asked to do at times. Different, to repeat the Chalisa 11 times a day. Now you don't have to do that but it's a practice that we, some of us do, that we were asked to do. Uh, what is it going to take to wake us up? What is it going to take to cut through the fog of stupidity and dullness in our heads and distraction and busyness. It's going to take some effort. So this is why we do a lot of repetitions of the different chants. Every repetition is the planting of a seed also. If you don't plant the seeds, they won't, they won't grow. There won't be anything to grow. So we plant the seeds of, this, of these names because these names are deeper than our thoughts and emotions, deeper than our programming, deeper than all the things we, we think about and even believe. So through the repetition of the name, eventually we're liberated from all that stuff that limits us and hurts us. Why not have someone like a tabla player join you on Thursdays? I don't want to share you with anybody. <laughs> no, it's been a question of the COVID situation. Until very recently, I, I didn't really see many people. And uh, Arjun happens to live very far away, so he can't... We were, and also, in terms of the, uh, the setup, it would be more complicated more sound equipment, different video, uh, everything. So 
I just keep doing this this way for now. We don't know how long this will go on. Once I start traveling, if and when I start traveling, won't be able to do this every Thursday. So I'll miss it. Do I, what, do I believe we have ushered in a new era of universal love and collective enlightenment? Um, do you read the papers? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't seem like it, does it? There are, there does seem to be quite a bit of people doing some practice, doing some spiritual work. But, uh, there are a lot of people who aren't, who are just destroying the earth and destroying the climate and causing suffering, international suffering and fighting. I don't know. Uh, it would be great, but we'll have to see how it all works out. One time when I was looking at a picture of Maharaji, I looked at his left eye closely and it scared me very much. Just how it looked. It looked scary. Can you help me restore faith? I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you were scared of. You must have some fear in there that you're not working with or that's pushing you around. And so you get scared of things on the outside world, in the outside world. So, uh, one time, you know, I have a little picture of Maharaji and Siddhima in my car uh, by the clock, you know, in the car. So, I, I parked in a garage in the city once, and when I came back to get the car, the guy who brought me the car said, Boy, that guy's really scary. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't scare me. Actually, he does scare me, but not that way. So don't worry about it. It's just your mind playing tricks with you. and um, But it may, may be showing that you have a lot of fear that's hidden underneath, and maybe you should look into that. He's nothing but love. And love, love calls us and pulls us out of ourselves, and that can be scary sometimes, for sure. But when we let go, there's only love. My close uncle passed away yesterday in an accident uh, five kilometers from Kenchi. While my whole family is in India, to get through this, I'm alone in Australia. Tips to get through it alone. Well, you're not alone. 
uh, your uncle is with you the same way that he was with you. He was in another country. You didn't see him, but you still felt him. So what's the difference? There's nowhere you can go now to find him in a body, but the, the love is still with you. The presence is still with you. So don't get stuck. Or, or when you find yourself getting stuck in sadness and whatever, recognize that the love doesn't die. And let yourself grieve, of course. If, and you must grieve if you, know, if you feel that way. For sure, it's not bad. But also recognize that the love never goes anywhere. There are no dead beings. Bodies come and go. This is what they say. I'm not saying that I know that personally and that I don't grieve over people that I feel that I miss, which is true, I do. But at the same time, I feel the love. I don't let the grief cover the love and, and lose the love, that feeling of connection to those people. The people don't go anywhere. They're always here. They may not be visible in the way we know them. There's another question about a heart being heavy because of somebody's suicide. Yeah. Tremendous sadness when, when you experience how much suffering there is in the world. Tremendous pain in this world and suffering. And people don't know how to deal with it. And this COVID times, it's worse than ever because people have been locked up in their own apartments, in their rooms, isolating, locked inside their heads. And most people have no understanding of how to work with their own stuff. So they're beaten up and beaten down by their own stuff. It's terrible. And it's going to take time for that to calm down if and when things open up the way they, they were before. Very painful time for people. Very painful. People get very depressed, very angry, get violent. All because we're being eaten up by our stuff, by our own thoughts, and we don't know how to work with that. That's what all this practice is about. That's what chanting is about. How do we live in this world in a good way? regardless of what's happening in the outside world. How do we stay open and available and present for ourselves and others in the face of all the suffering? That's why practice is so important. Practice is helping me let go of many things. Also, I feel myself detached from idol worship, making me think that why do I need so many idols at home? I guess I would remove so many. Not sure. Am I on track? 
Well, if you think that they're idols, uh, if you don't see them as a rep representation of love, then I don't know what you're doing with them. Collecting idols, collecting statues. These are, a murti is, represents, it's a doorway into a deeper consciousness. Just like we are doorways into it. We have a deeper consciousness within us. And the so-called murtis or idols, as you use that word, uh, it's not the idol that's God. It's the fact that it represents something. When you look at that murti, that statue, you think of the qualities of that being. It reminds you that there might be more to this world than we think. So I wouldn't be throwing stuff away, you know. Throw your mind away, that's the best thing. And stop thinking about it, you know. It's all ego, throwing the mortis away, keeping the mortis, you know. Who are you? You don't know who you are. Find out who you are. And then you'll know who the mortis are, and then you'll know what the world is all about. And, and detached doesn't mean, if you are detached, that's neither holding on to or pushing away. Why do you need to make a stand somewhere? That's all ego. Who am I? Oh, now I'm free of this. Bullshit. It's just now you're negative. Before you were positive. You were clinging. Now you're pushing away. Who's doing that? That's what you need to find out. But that wasn't an hour. Okay, I'm not getting into the vaccine thing. Okay, you do what you want. Enjoy. Be yourself. Do the vaccine or don't do the vaccine. That's your, your issues. I have nothing to say about it. Do I keep any fasts? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> Maharaj used to keep Ekadashi, which is... Uh, 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 I, uh, I'm exactly sure what it is, but it, uh, there's a certain day every month, or is it every week? Every month, I think that you do a certain kind of fast. And for a long time, we used to fast on Tuesdays. But of course, in India, sometimes fast just means no grains. So you can eat fruit and drink milk and stuff like that. But we used to fast on Tuesdays because that's Hanuman's day. And uh, that's one of the things that people can do as a practice. Can you talk a little bit about how your previous time in your life that you faced addiction led you to where you are now? I feel that some of our darkest hours lead to our deepest insights. Um, yeah. Uh, I certainly understand addiction now. And I can certainly be with people who are having those issues. Uh, and feel and really know what they're going through and have much more, uh, uh, be much more open to their experience. And, know, and I know how hard it is to, to deal with those issues. In a sense, it gives you more compassion when you, you yourself have gone through those things. So yeah, yeah, it's very difficult stuff. 
very difficult stuff. Hanuman Chalisa seems daunting to pronounce and remember all of it. Any tips on how to proceed? Yeah. Who said you have to memorize it? Sing it. Read it. You don't have to memorize it. Where does it say that? Don't torture yourself. Read it. Enjoy it. Enjoy doing it. Enjoy the practice. And after you do it 40 billion times, you'll probably remember it. Was I originally from a Christian family? No, I am Jewish on my parents' side. What is the best practice for releasing fear? The same practice that we're doing. Repetition of the name is... is, Everything is accomplished through that practice. Everything. If you expect to be able to push a button and have 50 years of fear disappear... Obviously, that's not realistic. But when you start doing practice regularly and you get a feeling for letting go and coming back to the sound of the name, either in your mind, on your tongue, out loud, after a while, you're training yourself to live in a more open space. It's mind training. And that doesn't mean you're not going to get stuck in different negative states from time to time. Absolutely. Why would it mean that? It's not, it's not a button to push. It makes everything go away. We have to work with the karmas we've created. We have to work with the situations that arise in our lives that, that just show up, you know. We don't know where they came from, but... Whatever's here, we have to learn how to deal with it. So if there's fear in there, uh, I I don't think that positive thinking and and affirmations are as very useful. I mean, they are helpful at times, for sure. But sooner or later, you have to get deeper than the, the conceptual level of thought. So, um... Yeah. So through the repetition of the name, that will happen over time. Through any practice, that will happen over time. But we're here as we do this practice of the repetition of the name. Will God punish me if I smoke weed and have the desire for it? What? Who? What is your idea of God? Some angry guy up in the sky with a long beard and a, and a throwing thunderbolts out? You're punishing yourself with your own guilt and you don't even know how to deal with that. The guilt is not coming from God. Whoever, that, whoever you think and whatever you think that is. <coughs>
I smoke weed and have the desire for it, well, you know, if you want to smoke, smoke. See what happens. If that makes you happy, why wouldn't you do it? But when you do it, be honest with yourself. Are you really enjoying? Is it making your life better in any way? Or is it not making your life better? You, only you are responsible, responsible for your own actions. There's nobody judging you out there in the sky. It's you judging yourself. So ask yourself, is this what I want to do? Is this the right thing for me? And if it is, knock yourself out. You know, Maharaji said, you know, he told us not to smoke hash. A lot of the Westerners were smoking a lot of hash. And so at one point he said, look, if, hash, if smoking hash would get you to God, we could fill a room with it and I'd come in there and we all smoke it together. But it won't do that. That's what he said. So it depends on what you want for your life. It's your life. Make your decisions and be aware of what's happening. How can one live one's life without any desires? Can I explain? I don't know. Where did you get the idea that you have to live your life without desire? When you breathe, the body has a desire to keep breathing. You can't live without that. You breathe out. Try not breathing in. You'll feel desire to breathe. That's basic. Eating. We have to eat. That's a desire too. That's a need. Nowhere does it say that you have to give up all desire. What one ultimately has to give up is desires that create suffering for ourselves and others. But that's not so easy to see. In a personal way, but in a cultural way, you can see that people's greed for money and power creates extraordinary suffering. So it would be nice if people were more uh, self-aware and saw what they were doing. But we can't even see that on our own personal level. So how can we expect anybody else to see? There's no, you can't give up desire. And the the lineage of Hanuman is very different than a sannyasi renunciate lineage. In this lineage, Hanuman very specifically helps us to satisfy the desires that we need to satisfy, to feed ourselves in ways that we need to be fed in order to move on in life and become free. Becoming free of desire doesn't necessarily mean having no desire. It means not identifying with them and that they don't push you around. They don't run your life anymore in the way that they do at this point. We're human beings. Desire comes with the package. Needs, certain needs come with the package. A couple of years ago, I guess three years ago now, I was in Hong Kong singing. We sang in Japan, and then we went to Hong Kong. And I was up, I took the, the train up to the top of the mountain in Hong Kong. I was looking down over this city 
which was jam-packed with huge, tall buildings, and there were boats coming and going in the... And it, it was so intense. There was so much <clears throat> energy there, like needy desire energy, you know, really just people like making money and this and that and, that and building more and more business and this. I just thought, what happened? How did this happen? All you could, all you need, you could live under a tree, you eat a little, you breathe a little, you fuck a little, and you're happy. Where did this whole city thing happen? Why did everybody gather together like this? It was like, it blew my mind. How did this happen? But this is this world. People dedicate their whole lives to grabbing more stuff. Wow. And it's hard to get over that. It's hard to stop when you have enough. You always want more. So when you ask about desire, to live in harmony with the desires, to have enough, okay, that's enough. You don't have to go out and have more. You don't have to eat three big things of ice cream. One might be enough, but you keep going. Oh, da, da, da. Now that's when the desires get destructive and negative. But if you were able to be happy with one ice cream, you'll be okay. You don't need 50 ice cream pops. So, but anyway, from repetition of the name, everything is accomplished. Everything is accomplished. Do some practice. Don't think about it so much. Do some practice. Try to be a good person. Practice will give us the strength to live in a good way. It changes us from the inside. We're not running the show. We don't have to change ourselves. Let the practice work on you. Let the practice soften your heart. Let the practice uh, bring new ideas and new realizations into your consciousness. All right, so. <coughs> the story about Hanuman. Um, Hanuman means the, the, the guy with the jaw, the, the, the crooked jaw. Hanu means his jaw. And man, in this case, means the one with the crooked jaw. And the story is that when he was a baby, he, Hanuman is a manifestation of Shiva, of Shiva's energy, who Shiva wanted to be here on earth to help Ram accomplish what he had to accomplish. So he, he sent his, his package of energy through the wind god into Hanuman's mother, and Hanuman came out with all the powers. He could 
everything. He could fly, he could be little, he could be small, he could be all the, all the siddhis, as they say. And, you know, they say that the, the child forms of the, of the deities like Krishna and Rama are the most powerful because they're unobstructed, like a kid plays 100%, right? There's no mitigating factors of being knowing what's right and wrong. They're just like, shh. So when Hanuman saw the sun rising one day as a baby, and it looked like a sweet fruit to him, so he jumps up into the air, and he starts flying, and he flies into space. And he was going to, and he got huge too, and he was about to devour the sun. So Indra, who's the king of gods, of, the, of the, that level of gods, <clears throat> uh, who's in, you know, and the sun god is one of those also on that level. So Indra sent his thunderbolt and knocked Hanuman to the ground by hit him in the jaw. So he became known as Hanuman, the, the, the one with the broken jaw. Or the, and Hanuman's father was the wind god. And so when, when he saw what happened to his son, he stopped the wind. He stopped all movement. And people were dying, and the, 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 the whole universe was about to crash. Uh, because the wind god was refused to allow energy to flow. And finally, you know, uh, Indra apologized and blessed Hanuman with some powers and stuff like that, and then everything was okay. So that's part of the story. <clears throat> So, Let's do that Hanuman mantra since we've been talking so much about Hanuman. Om Ham Hanumate Nama. Oh. 
Anumate Om Ham Anumate Om Ham Anumate
So it's uh, Guru Purnima tomorrow, the full moon. During which time this moon is worshipped, the Guru is worshipped at this time. So I'm going to sing a little puja. Namastestu 
Sharanam Hari Sharanam Guru Sharanam Hari Sharanam Guru Sharanam Hari Guru Charana Saroja Raja Nijamanam Mukuru Sudhar Barano Raghubara Dimalajasu Chodaku Palachar Uddhihin Tanujanike Sumeron Pavanakuma Siaran Balabudhi Vedya Tehu Mohin Ardahu Klesa Bika Ram Chandra, Ardaj, 
Sahasra Jojana Pada 
karo guru deva kinai jo sat bar hat kar koi chutahi bande maha sukhoi doya pare no ma na chalisa oya siddhi saki तुलसीदास सदा हरि चेरा की जे नवन तय संकट हरण मंगल मूर्ति रूप सियारा राम लखन सीता सहित सुरभूपर रामचंद्र जय शरण मंगल मूर्ति मारुतनंद सकल अमंगल मूर्ति मारुतनंद सकल मंगल
Sitaram, Sitaram, Jeje, Sitaram, 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 Jeje, Sitaram, Sitaram. Sitaram, Jeram, Jeje, Ram, Sitaram, Jeram, Jeje, Ram. राम लक्ष्मण जान की जे बोलो हनुमान की राम राम लक्ष्मण जान की जे बोलो हनुमान की राम लक्ष्मण Sitaram, Sitaram, Je Je, Sitaram, 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 Je Je, Sitaram, Sitaram, Sitaram. Sitaram, Sitaram, Je Je, Sitaram, 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 Je Je, Sitaram, Sitaram. राम जे राम जे जे राम श्री राम जे राम जे जे राम श्री राम जे राम जे जे राम श्री राम जे राम जे जे Sitaram, 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 Sitaram. So, it's late, but I'm going to sing the RT, so hang around if you want. Om Jai 
Vallapave Dukkabina Semmanaka Dukkabina Semmanaka Sukha Sampatti Gara Ave Sukha Sampatti Gara Ave Kashtamitetanaka Om Jai Jagadish Hare Mata Pita Tumma Mere Sharan Gahun Kisaki Kami Sharan Gahun Kisaki Tumma Bina Oranaduja Tumma Bina Oranaduja Naduja Asha Karun Jesaki Om Jai Jagadish Hare Tumma Purana Paramatma Tumma Antarayami Ami Tumma Antarayami Para Brahma, para Meshwar, para Brahma, para Meshwar, Tuma Sabake Swami. Om Jai Jagadish Hare, Tuma Karuna Ke Sagar, Tuma Palana Karata Swami Tuma Palana Karata Nesevak Tuma Swami Nesevak Tuma Swami Kupakaro Bharata Omje Jagadish Hare Tumaho Eka Agochar Sabake Pranapati Swami Sabake Pranapati Kisavidhi Milo Daya Maya Kisavidhi Milo Dhyama Tumako Mekumati Unje Jagadish Hare Dina Bandhu Dukkahata Tumarakshakamere Swami Tumarakshakamere अपने हाथ उठाओ, अपने हाथ उठाओ, द्वार परातेरे, ओम जे जगदीशारे, विशाल विकार मिठाओ Pāpaharo Deva, Swami Pāpaharo Deva, 
श्रद्धा भक्ति बढ़ाओ श्रद्धा भक्ति बढ़ाओ संतन की सेवा उंजे जगनी सहारे उंजे जगदीश हारे स्वामी जे जगदीश हारे भक्त जनन के संकट दीन जनन के संकट क्षण में दूर करे ओम जय जगदीश हारे जगदीश हारे ओम जय जगदीश हारे श्यावर रामचंद की जय श्री पवन सुत हनुमान की जय श्री उमापति महादेव की जय श्री वृंदावन बांकी बिहारी लाल श्री कृष्ण बलदेव भगवान की जय श्री श्री विंध्यवासिनी दुर्ग देवी श्री सिद्धिमा की जय श्री 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 बाबा नीम खड़ोल संत महाराज की If we know anything about path at all, if we know there might be a way to live in this world in a good way, with an open heart, without fear, and maybe some peace of mind. If we know anything about that, it's only because of the great beings that have gone before us. Out of their love, out of their kindness, they left some footprints for us to follow. So, in the same way that they wish for us, in the same way that they wish for us, we wish that all beings everywhere, all of us, be safe, be happy that all of us have good health and enough to eat. And may we all live in peace. And that ease of heart, that ease of heart with whatever comes to us in life. Shine.
Stay. Take good care. Happy Guru Purnama. May that Guru, the love that lives within us, become more and more present in all hearts. Ram Ram.